Bokatov, today's daf is daf Nun Hey in Ksubis, as we learned for four Shlem Piyasrasriel Ben Chaim Michal and Allah Ben Ra'uma. Now, we at the bottom of, uh, let's just take it again from the, the end of the beginning of the Gemara after the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said that even though uh, rabbis declare that a Sula gets 200 and a, uh, a uh, Baula gets 100, as part of Ksubis, if you want to add, you can add on as much as you want. The Gemara says, isn't it obvious? If you want to see even more, what's the problem? So you might think that. No, Rabbani gave a fixed amount, you know, like we all, that the uh, the girls, or the, like tachrichim, right? We, we bury them all in the same, uh, in the same simple shrouds, so as not to embarrass the uh, poor people. Machzah shekel, right? That's the, just to make sure you get the right count, right? The right count, but here it's uh, not to embarrass anybody. So you might think that the rabbi said, no, that's the ksuba, you don't add on anything. You want to give her gifts, give her gifts. They're not part of the ksuba, kamash mulan. Know that if you want, you can add on. Then the Gemara goes on, five lines from the bottom of the page, five, six lines. He doesn't say that he can write for her. Write for her sounds like you can write her, like you're giving her a gift. You want to add on. Add on means that whatever you add on over and above the 200, you want to add on another million uh, shekels as uh, part of the ksuba. That's part of the ksuba. It's not an additional, it's not a separate gift. You might give her a gift, Stam. That's a gift. But this is, this is Ratzel Hosef. It's a proof to what Rebbe said. Name Tonight, all the conditions in the ksuba are part of the ksuba. Well, my nafkamina, we're going to explain it in a minute. Nafkamina for many different uh, things that we're going to describe right now. Meaning, it's all part of the ksuba. All the rules of the ksuba apply to the conditions of the ksuba too. Besides the two hundred, what do we mean by that? Let's say she sells her ksuba. We talked before about if she sells her ksuba, maybe she sells it at a discount because there's a chance that, um, you know, you'll get the whole amount. There's a chance that you'll get nothing if uh, if she dies, if she pre if she pre uh, deceases her husband, right? She she doesn't get it, it goes to her husband. So, except for the two has been different, but let's say she sells her ksuba or the mochelis or she forgives her ksuba. So in both those cases, Rashi says, uh, it's, it's all called the ksuba. You don't say the ksuba is the 200. The extra amount is extras. No, it's all part of the ksuba. So if she sells the ksuba, she's ksuba, let's say she rebels against her husband. She rebels against her husband. She doesn't want to perform uh, her, uh, her, um, her wife's duties, let's call them, right? Whether it's uh, intimacy or whatever she's supposed to do in the house, taking care of the house, whatever they're, however they split up their chores, Whatever the chores are that she's supposed to do, if she doesn't do them, uh, so then it says that the Gemara says tell, tells us there. We'll see later on that we re, we reduce from ksuba. If she doesn't perform, let's say she's supposed to uh, uh, sew X amount or clean X amount, if he has to pay somebody else to do it, he can deduct that from the ksuba. Point is, he can deduct the tosis ksuba also. Let's say she goes beyond uh, the two hundred dollars, right? She she's uh, she's cost him a loss of more than the two hundred. Goes into Tosas, Tosas is all part of the Ksuba. Ulipogemis, let's say she admits part of her Ksuba is paid already. The rule is when she's coming to collect her Ksuba, let's say from the Asomim, right, after the husband dies, if she admits that she was paid part of it, she must swear. And if the, if the, uh, if the, the, um, the could say, listen, uh, we, you know, there's a dispute. Has she, uh, has she been paid? How much part of the, how much of the Ksuba has she already been paid? Once Pogemis, Pogemis means once you damage the Ksuba, you injure it, she admits that part of it's paid, then she, the rest she has to collect only with a shvua from the Yisomim. 
So the same thing applies if she admits that part of the tosefes has been paid. It's all part of the ksuba. Let's say she's demanding ksuba. She comes to court and demands ksuba. Once she demands ksuba, we had that the other day, she's no longer entitled to mizonos. That's it. She's on her way out. So again, if she's tobeah, even the tosefes, that's also the extra part, the additional amount that he gave, that's also part of the ksuba. If a woman, we're going to talk about this later on, if a woman <clears throat> became, let's say, irreligious, and she's over we'll talk about that. Certainly, if she uh, she went against the Torah, she doesn't keep Shabbos anymore, or she doesn't keep Nido, whatever it is. Um, and um, uh, those are like the rices, and even things which are uh, customs. The Gemara talks about Das Yehudas in terms of covering her hair in public and things like that. She goes against the Jewish customs, let's call that. Uh, if she goes against the Jewish customs, the same thing applies that what of say she can leave and he doesn't pay the ksuba. The same what? The same thing applies to the Tosefis ksuba. Even though he promised her a million dollars, but if she either rebels, we had before uh, that you, uh, if she rebels and doesn't do all her work, you can deduct from the ksuba. And if she becomes irreligious, uh, she gives up on the halachas and the Torah, uh, she's not religious anymore. He doesn't have to give the ksuba at all. Lishvach, shvach means improvements. We have a rule that a bachor doesn't get a double share in the shvach that increased efforts. And as we remember, you know, that a bachor always gets a double share. If there's a firstborn nail, he gets a double share over and above his brothers in the Yerusha. But the rule is, he only gets what's there, what's extent at the time of death. Let's say uh, fruits grew later on or whatever, the, proof, the stuff improved later on. And by the time they came to split up the Yerusha, it was worth more. There was a lot more. He doesn't get a share in that. He only gets a double share in what was there at the time of death. Well, the same thing. She only gets her share, right? In the, in the share, when she's collecting the ksuba and the tosefas, she only gets it. She can't collect from what improved after death. She can only get what was there at the time of her husband's death. Lishvua. Rashi says, Lishvua. Let's say she collects um, not in front of the uh, the Orshim. She's collecting the money in, uh, they're not there. So it's an absentia for them. So when she's coming to court to collect, she has to make a shvua. Or eight echad meida shipua. Or one eight says it's already been paid up. She's already been paid the service. Now she has to make, she can only collect with a shvua. Uh, things of that sort. Uh, tells us also that the extra part over the frost when she's collecting, let's say from the chasm let's say she comes to collect her field, he sold the field, but her, all his fields were mishibatur. She had a first lien on the field, she collects basically from Karka usually, as we'll see. So, uh, now she has to collect from some person who had bought the field from her husband, and so she also has to make a shvua. Well, whether she's collecting the basic 200 or the extra part, the extra million dollars, she has to make a shvua there. Ulishvias. Shvit, that's, that applies to us now, right? If those of us who don't, if you're owed money by somebody, you don't write a prusbul between now and the end of the year, you lost your money, right? You lost your money. So, but that's only, what's the concept of prusbul? That you, you basically hand over your loans to the court. The court's collecting. Well, the same thing applies when it comes to aksuba. The aksuba's isha is like a, it's like a court mandate. It's a court uh, order that. So shvius is not misham the You might say, what do you mean? A man lives with his wife for 20, 30, 50, 60 years. There's a lot of shmitas that happen. 
Shemitah took off the, uh, I don't know if they the but there was a Shemitah, right? No, it doesn't apply to the Ksuba. It's also like a court order. It's like a tani, it's a Tanai Bezdin. So it's also like a, it's a, a ruling of Bezdin. So Shemitah doesn't apply. In other words, doesn't apply to the 200, doesn't apply to the Tosefus. All these rules that we're saying is that the Tosefus could be the extra million dollars applies to the, uh, the, the, that the, the rules of Ksuba apply to the Tosefus as well as to the 200. Well, of course, we call the Chassel of Vanav, the Shalom, whether this is by a Shivmera or not, but the Pashim Shat, most of them are that applies to everybody. Meaning, yes, basically all her all his Nechassim are Meshubah to the Ksuba. She can collect any land that he had. However, let's say he writes all his Nechassim. We had this in yesterday's Rashi, also four lines from the top of Nandal in the days. Here Rashi quotes it also on this stuff that. Um, if a man writes, uh, gives away all his kaka in his lifetime, right? He didn't wait for the Yerusha. He gave it all away. He gave all his kids Yerusha. And he gave a certain plot of land for the Ksuba that, that would cover the Ksuba. So once he does that, she's not entitled to the other stuff. So a custom called the Chassam of Levada, and he wrote her also his share. Because at least her kaka calls you, she's lost her Ksuba and as well as the Tosefus Ksuba because that's the kaka that she can collect from. She can't go to the stuff that he gave to the kids. So that's another rule. Legos Menakarka. Just like the silver collects from Karaka uh, and um, not from Metalflin, unless he set it aside, as we'll see. Uh, uh, so here also Rashi says, Element of Karaka by Mizzou is collected basically from Karaka. You can't, can't go after Metalflin unless he set it aside. Uh, Ligos Menakarka. So the Tosefis is also like the basic 200. Umen is a Borisan from the worst of his land. And another rule, because Manchik Vesapia. The rule is this let's say, Husband dies and she's in the stays in the house. Remember, part of the tonight's suit is that uh, she's to be fed from his assets as long as she doesn't remarry, as long as she stays in the house and doesn't remarry. If he has a house, we talked about that yesterday. However, once she moves out and says, I had enough with these kids, I'm moving back to my father's house. So he only has to feed her for a certain amount of time, uh, like 25 years or something like that. He could send the food up to 25 years. As like if she stays in her husband's house, she could stay there forever. She can collect, in other words, once she moves to her father's house, she moves out, they don't have to feed her anymore. She can collect up until 25 years. More than 25 years, she's mochel. If she didn't collect Iksuba for 25 years, that's a long time, uh, she's mochel. So that rule of She's entitled to collect the Ksuba, but not the Mazonos, as long for 25 years. She can she's up to 25 years in her father's house. She collects the Ksuba that applies to the to the extra part to the million dollars also. Well, the Ksuba's been indifferent. What's the Ksuba's been indifferent? Remember, the Ksuba's been indifferent says that her male sons will when they inherit from the father after she dies, and then the father her husband dies. Her male sons will get the million dollars that her father gave, or let's say call it the two million, the extra part that was given over and above the other sons that the husband may have from other women. So, so, so uh, this rule about uh, uh, that's the part that the father-in-law gave, you know, to, to go to his grandsons, but they're still entitled to the regular ksuba. Right to the regular two hundred, as well as the tosefet. So these kids will come out pretty well, pretty well, right? They'll get their grandfather's money, and they'll get the two hundred. Then they'll get the tosefes. That's how Rashi explains. So for all these rules, the the tosefes, uh, the the extra part, the tosefes ksuba applies uh, just like the ksuba itself. It not ksuba's been indifferent. 
What about that extra part? Let's say the, the father-in-law gave uh, Nadan and the Dunya a dowry of $2 million. And he said that's to go to his male grandsons. Remember, it doesn't apply to the girls. It applies to the male grandsons when they collect. So it says when they collect, they can't collect from the Chassim Shabbatim. Why? Because uh, the Lushan of the Mishnah was, if you look back in the Mishnah on Nin Gimon Beis, we talked about, uh, about the Nin uh, Dichrim. Uh, that it's automatically part of the Ksuba. It says, Enon, those male sons that, uh, that I have from you, from this woman, whose father gave the $2 million, they will inherit the money of the Ksuba. Inherit. Inherit means only what's there. They can't collect from the Shabbatim. Uh, the rules of uh, inheritance don't apply to Mechashim Shabbatim. Ksuba, Ksuba, what does that mean? A guy gets married in 1970, and he gives her a Ksuba. So she's entitled, she has first lien on his property. If he sold some of that property and then uh, he dies, you know, 70 years later or whatever, um, she can go after that property. But when he dies 70 years later, the Yorshim, any children that they have, they don't have a lien on that property. They only collect what's there, what's available at the time of death, whatever the father left. He may have left nothing. So he says, this Ksuba's been different also. Can they collect from the Chassim Shabbatim? Is that like part of the Ksuba they collect? So, <clears throat> so in Pumpadisa, they said, can I collect Shabbatim? Because it says Yarshin, Yerusha, the name of Machasia in that town in, in Babel, they said they could, they will take it. They were like, well, they will, uh, they were owed it, like they bought it, meaning that the bin is like the Ksuba in the sense that you could collect Mishabadim, but the Allah is like the gear. So we had in our Mishnah that it doesn't say they will take it, but rather they will inherit it. So even though even though it's written into the Ksuba, right? We said before that uh, the Tosis is written in the Ksuba, the Ksuba still says Yerusha. Remember, the rabbis gave it the power of Yerusha and the power of the Ksuba. So it doesn't work like, uh, like a regular uh, uh, a Shibud, uh, but it's, it's still only like a Yerusha. It's only number one if it's there, and they can't, if he, if he sold the property, it's not around, you can't go after it because it's a Yerusha, it's not. Let's say Let's say the husband set aside metalplin for her for the for the ksuba. Here Rashi says we're speaking about um Rashi, the first of the wide lines on the page. He says, "Listen, I'm not gonna. You know, I know you can collect from Karka, but I'm setting aside money for you. I'm like I have a trust fund or a bank account, and I'm setting aside this metalplin. Kesk is also metalplin." I'm sending this aside for your Yerusha, and it's here. You know, the guy dies, and the money's there. So, is there below Shvua. She can below Shvua. She can collect without a Shvua because you assume he set that aside. What's the reason why we say normally she, uh, um, that she has to make a Shvua to collect the Ksuba? Because we're afraid maybe he already paid her. Maybe he had a separate bank account, and the kids don't know about it. But over here, where it's clear he set this aside, this will be for your, your Ksuba. She can collect without a shvua. Lesson, but let's say it's lost. Whatever metaphor was, it might have been a bank account, it might have been uh, some clothes, it might have been some items, whatever. It's not here, it's lost. So Pumpadisa Belosha, you can still collect without a shvua because the odds are he didn't set aside anything else, right? Rashi says uh Abdu, the keep the other honey. So you, you can't assume that he has set aside Belosha of, of the Rashi brings down the more sorry maybe. He left her a bundle somewhere else, right? But since this was here and the hour got lost, you assume he didn't cite another one, and therefore they can she can collect without a shvur. 
Because once you know that he set aside a certain thing, you assume he didn't aside, set aside anything else. So if it's not here, she can still collect that from the other nechassim. And as if, if that money's not here, he set this aside. If it's here, she can collect without a shvua. If it's not here and she has to go after other assets, because all his assets are meshubah to the suba, if, if there's nothing here, if whatever he, he did set aside is no longer here, she can collect without a shvua because you don't assume that he set aside something else. Those are blush for. So let's say he said, okay, I'm going to set you aside this piece of land. You're going to collect this land as your ksuba. And he defined it by the four borders of the land. That's very clearly defined. So again, she can collect it without a shvua. The chadmetzer, but let's say he only set aside the land and he only delineated one side. So it's not clear where it is. Uh, where it is. From this summer, but still collect without a shvua. That's good enough. But they must machasim a shvua. collect it with the shvua. Because again, you're afraid that maybe it's not, you know, you don't know, you don't know for sure Maybe he set aside something else. If he only said, I'll give it to you on bordering on the Browns property, but he didn't say which way, which the direction is. So you're not sure. So you're afraid that maybe he did set aside some other money and therefore she can only collect with the shvur. Now another case that's not related to Ksuba. Let's say in general, a man said to Adam, said to these wisdom, listen, I'd like to give this guy, I'd like to give Yankel some karka, some land. So write the write the uh, the gift. I'm writing it as a star. I'm writing a star matana and sign and give it to him and give it to him. You sign it, etc. Give it to him. If they made a kenyan, that's a symbolic gesture showing ownership, like he gave it over to them to give to him. Then then they don't have to ask him again. In other words, they don't have to ask him. Do you do you want us to follow up and do it? If they didn't make a kenyan, you don't have to ask him again. Right. Again, there's the machlokas in here is probably brought down because because Pumpadis and the Nemas Machasi argued about it. You have to ask if he didn't make a symbolic Kenyan, it's a symbolic gesture, uh, then um, uh, you know a symbolic acquisition. Uh, you have to ask him again before they give it to him. Do you really want to do it? Um, in the idea of a Kenyan is it's always a symbolic gesture because the real Kenyan, we said many times, is the desire of the makna, the person who is giving it away or selling it or whatever reason transferring it to give it to that other person. Whatever a Kenyan is, for metal clean, you have to do hagba, or if it's uh, like an animal uh, you can't pick up, do mashicha. Right, uh, different kinds of kinyanim. Those are all symbolic gestures, which the rabbi said are necessary. But the real thing that's that gives it to you is my intention to give it to you. You can make all the kinyanim in the world, but if I didn't want to give it to you, you can't make a kinyan on my item and keep it. It's only my desire and the agreement between us to transfer it to you. Rabbi Lazar ben Azari. Now let's go back to the mission. Mission said that normally we said that when do you write a ksuba like we do today? Well, today they do Aris and Nisun at the same time, but it's done at the time of Nisun. However, there were time, there were locales and times when the rabbis even assigned it from the time of Aresin. Or sometimes, let's assume you do it from the suin, but this person happened to write it already from the time of Aresin. He was in love and he says, oh, I'm going to give you, the, I'm going to write the ksuba right now. I'm going to make all my, uh, my um, obligations from right now. So let's say he did it from Aresin. And then she was widowed or divorced. Things went bad. He died before the Nisuin. Before they got fully got before they were fully married, or he divorced her, things changed. So what does she collect? 
So the Tanakama said she can collect the whole thing since he wrote both. So he gets everything, the, the, the basic 200 plus the additional amount. Rabbi Elizabeth Azai said, if they were married and he consummated the marriage, then she gets everything. Mena Arison, but if she was divorced or widowed from the time of betrothal before full marriage, then she only gets the basic amount, the 200 or the 100. Now, what's the halal? That's Rabbi Elizabeth Azaria. Now, usually when Rabbanan argues with Rabbi Elizabeth Azaria, right, you go, you know, Yachab Rabba, Malachab Rabba. Here, though, we're going to have different opinions. Itmar, Rav Rab Nassan, Rav and Rab Nassan, Chad Omar Alachab Rabbi Elizabeth Azaria. Now, Rav, you know, was a Tana also. Rav was the beginning of the Moram, the end of the Torah, but we have Migmar throughout. Rav Tana Upalik. So, Rav, uh, even though Shmuel, the Gemara doesn't use it about Shmuel, but Rav and Shmuel were contemporaries. Rav and Shmuel were considered to be like Tanam. So Rav and Rebbe Nassan were, were, uh, were Tanam. One says, Chad says, Now, what's the idea that Allah is like Rebbe said, sure, he wrote the whole thing at the time of betrothal or right after the time of betrothal, but he did it with the intention of marrying her. He wasn't planning on giving her all this money Without uh, without having the enjoyment of marrying her, so that's what Blazer Ben In other words, that we assess his intention, even though he wrote it at the time of the betrothal, but his intention was to give it only if they get married. So we had a machlokus. Is that Allah like Blazer Who says what? Rav and Rav Nosson. One says Allah is like Blazer. One says not. Who 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 is the one who says Allah is like? So the Gemara is going to prove to Stein to Rav Nosson who don't like Blazer Let's we're going to prove now that Rav Blazer is the one who goes like Blazer. Why? Because we heard the Rav Nassim said the Ozl Basar Umda. He also, we found elsewhere the Rav Nassim says, you look at, you umdana. Umda means you make an assessment. You assess his intentions. Even though he didn't say it, he, he wrote it at the time of trouble, but we assume that that's what he means. He only meant to give it uh, if he would consummate the marriage. And since Rav Nassim says elsewhere that we, we go Basar Umdana, we look at, assess his intentions. So therefore he probably goes like Rav Nassim who says over here we assess his intention. Where do we find the Rav Nassim says elsewhere he says intention? A person who's in danger. What does that mean? The Gemara over there in Gittin says, Rashi brings down, a person is, uh, is making a sea journey or he's going on a care, he's going on a long trip. And he says, write a get for his wife. Even though he didn't say give it to her, he just said write the get for his wife. Right? He didn't say write it and give it to her. We assume because he's busy with the trip and he's worried about dying on the trip and this and packing and everything else like that. So he's mis- that he's confused and he didn't he didn't get a chance to say give it to his wife. He just said write a get for his wife. Of course, if you give a give a, wife, a get to his wife after he's dead, that, that's not going to help, right? The guy doesn't show up. You can't just hold it and then give it to him later on. Maybe he's dead, so you don't know if he's you know you don't know. And what's an afkamin? An afkamin would be let's say he left the brother here and there were no children. It'd be a question of Yivam or not. You can't just give her a get now. So what do you do? He just said, write a get for his wife. So we assume that he meant to say, give it also. Right? <laughs> Shim Shazuri adds on, he says, listen, not only a person who's on a wet trip, just a person whose life is in danger. He's a ghost. He's, he's laying in bed. And he says, write a get for my wife. You assume that he means to give it right now. Right? So we, 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 we assess his, his intentions. Amina, <laughs> he says, only write it only because he wanted to give it. And so he wasn't planning on making a joke here, write a get, and I'll play with her. I'm going to, maybe I'll give you the get, maybe I won't give you the get. He's, he's on his deathbed, and he says, write a get for his wife. You write it and give it. That's from Shim Shazuri. And Rav Nassim said, the luck is like of Shim Shazuri. <laughs> he said, the luck is of Shim Shazuri, the Mesukan in that case. And also, Matrumas Meiser shall demai. Now, Shem Shazuri shall demai. I don't think there's a proof from here 
about Umdana. I think this is just the case that the Allah is like from Missouri in the case of Shaldamai. I saw one of the Purushim did say that you see over here intention. I don't see how you see the intention here. What's this case? What is what what's the Allah of Dumai? Dumai is if you buy produce from an Amoritz, you can assume he gave Truma because that's a, that's a punishment of death because of Truma. Miser, not so much, not so not so much. Now, so when you give Miser, you you should you should give Miser. But when you give Miser, you take Miser. From that you have to, you have to give the Levi who you give it to has to give Miser Menomiser. That's called Trumas Miser to the coin. That's also considered Truma. Can't eat that on punishment of death, and only the coin can eat it. So let's say you 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 went to a, a Moritz and you bought the Miser. And you, you were mafresh Trumas Meiser to give to the coin. And then it got mixed up with the Meiser itself, with the Meiser that you bought, right? With the produce itself. It got mixed up with the whole produce. In other words, not, not get mixed up with Meiser, it got mixed up with the whole produce. You bought, a, a, a you know, 100 bushels, a truckload, let's say, of Trumas from Amaretz. You assume he gave Trumas, but the Meiser didn't. So you separated Meiser. Then you separated the Trumas Meiser or the Levy uh, separated Trumas Meiser. And then it got mixed up with the whole truckload. So what can you do? Either sell it to a coin at a reduced price because he could eat it. He can eat the whole truckload. But for you, it's a big loss because you because instead of something which is marketable to everybody, now you can only market it to a coin. So the rabbi said over there, more over there first talked about on Shabbos. So can you go back to the Amaretz and say, listen, did you give, will you mafish my sir? If the Amaretz says, yeah, I already gave, I don't just, I know, I know we're always uh, under suspicion, us Amaratsim, but I gave the miser. You can rely on that, and therefore, if you gave the mice on it, the whole truckload's already fooling. There's nothing to worry about, right? So, remember that talks about on Shabbos, uh, everybody agrees you can trust them. Rashi says because on Shabbos, because of Onik Shabbos, Tosa says not because of Onik Shabbos, but rather because the fear you wouldn't lie about Shabbos. So, but that's on Shabbos. But what about during the weekdays? Shrub Shim Shazuri says even during the weekdays, you can ask him, right? You can even on, even on the weekdays, right? You could, you could ask him that. You can rely on that. You can rely on that. I don't see how the, the idea is the intention, how you see umdana here. I don't think this is umdana. I think that the umdana you see from the case of Masuka, the guy's dying, and he says, give a get to his wife, even though he didn't, uh, he said, write a get for his wife, even though he didn't say give it, he meant to say give it. That's umdana. This is just another case that he passed him like a shumshur. That's how I see it. Uh, maybe wrong. Um, so the point is, since you see Rav Nassim says, like from jury by and you see that he goes basar umdana, that he looks at we assess the person's intentions. So he probably holds he's probably the one who also blows up an asari in our Mishnah that we assess his intentions, even though he wrote the whole subic, including the extra million bucks of Tosefes at the time of Arison, he only meant to give it after they consummated the marriage. We assume that's his intention. So Rab Nasan holds the assess intention. So he's probably the one who holds like a blessing of Asari. Says tomorrow. Oh, so you're assuming now Rav and Rav Nelson, one says Lachas like a blessed Messiah, one says Lachas not like a blessed Messiah. So you assume the one who says Lachas like a Messiah is Rav Nelson because he holds, you go Basarum, Rav Lola also Basarum, doesn't Rav also go according to assessing, doesn't hold of assessing one's intentions. We learned this, listen to this case. The rule is this of Shkimra. The rabbi said Shkimra was dying and he says, give something, uh, he says, give this to uh, whatever. It's as if it's written down in a star because that's, he gave him that intention. In other words, what does he do and say? Shemara doesn't want to die without giving away something, and, and he can't give it after death. So, but he means to say is, if he dies, uh, he wants us to go to uh, to Jim. Give this some to Jim uh, if I die, right? He can't give it after death, 
So we assume at the time of death, we feel it's as if he wrote it in a star. That's the rule of a shkibar. That's called matna shkibimra kichsubimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
But if he says, I'm doing it with a Kenyan, maybe he only wants it with a star of You can't write a star after death. You can't do it after death, like a get. You can't give a get after death. You can't give a star after death. You can't write a star after death. So Shmuel says he doesn't know what to deal with, but Rav says, no, we assess his intention. So what do you see? The Rav also is of assessing intentions. So how do we know when in the Machlok is Rav and Rav Dostin, do we pass out the blood who says we assess his intention in the case of the guy giving the Ksuba and the Tosafs and said, oh, he only wanted to give it if, if he consummated the marriage. Uh, that's what that's what Lazar and Azari. We assess his intentions. He goes Basramdana. So we want to say it was Rav Nasan who goes Basramdana. He's the one of Pascal's like a Lazar. No, Rav also Basramdana. Says the Gemara at the top of Nunbav. Ella Tabai also Basramdana. Both Rav and Rav Nasan both hold of Umdana. They both hold of Umdana. So, but we say one holds like Rav Lazar, one holds. Mandomer Halacha, the one who says Lacha like Rav Lazar, obviously Shaper. That's very good. He also goes Basramdana. Where one of them, we don't know which one. One of them holds like one of them holds like Rav Lazar because he goes Basra Umdana. Very simple. Rav Lazar, but Azari holds Basra Umdana and he holds Basra Umdana. Mandam one who says like Rav Lazar, Achanami Umdana. Here it's also assessing his intention. Why? Mishimakurve Daitahu. The reason why, the reason why he wrote the Shtar. Why did he give her the Ksuba and the Tosefis at the time of betrothal, the time of Arison? Because because he's trying to he's trying to, to show his love he's trying to show his affection he's trying to show his his sense of attachment how he loves her and he wants to give her this money and he did that so he did that so what he's done it in other words what we're saying his intention you say his intention was only to give it at the time of Nasuin, says Rabbi Lovzai says no his intention was he loves her so much that he's saying even from the time of Averson even if I don't consummate whatever happens I'm giving you the money anyway. So that's his intent. That's that's a way to describe the intention. Therefore, he says, Lach is not like a Zayed, Lach is like Rabbanan, that she gets everything, even if he dies or divorces her from at the time betro- after betrothal before marriage. What's the halacha? Yasser of Hanina, the Gerson, the 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 Chumash teacher, came right in front of Yana. But come out, Lach of Lazar, Lach is like Rabbanan. Said that Amalei, Rabbanan didn't hold to that. Rabbanan said to him, Pukari Karach Lebra, go read your Torah verses outside. Uh, you, you don't, don't don't say that don't say that in base medish because Rabbiana held ain't al chabazam azayim. I'm Rabbi Yisroel Rabbeinu, Mishum Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu said in name of Rabbeinu. Normally, when it says Mishum Rabbeinu in Shas, it's usually Rav. Rashi says top line on the page Mishum Rabbeinu Rav. Tosa says no, not over here because if it would be what is he saying here? I'm Rabbi Yisroel Mishum Rav halach chabazam azayim. Well, that would solve our dispute. We had a machlokas here. We're dealing with who owns the chabazam azayim, Rav or Nasan? We couldn't prove it. Who owes Basra Umdana? If this is Rav, so here's a proof from here. If Rabbeinu is Rav, so here's a proof that Rav is the one who says Lachum Ramzara and Rav Nassim would say not. So Tosas disagrees. Tosas Rabbeinu over here is Rebbe because there actually were two Yitzhak Rabbimis. One was one was one was a student of Rebbe, and maybe another one was a student of Rav. This is the, this is the one. Rebbe means Rabbi Uranasi. So Tosas says Rabbeinu is Rabbi Uranasi. Lachum is like a Basra Ramzara. In other words, there was a question: What did Rav Nachman himself hold? Apparently, did he, one one way is that he held not Lalacha like Rav Nachman. Nardah and Rav Nachman's own Rebbe Shmuel said Lalacha is like Rav Nachman. The lot Rav Nachman, even though Rav Nachman cursed, Rav called Dinah the dawn for Rav Nachman. He said, "Whoever holds, whoever paskins like Rav Nachman, hachi bachi tabe." This and so and such, such and such will befall him. Don't go like Blazman Azaria. And the Gemara Paskins, Allah Lamaisa, Prabhupada Mazar. Prabhupada Mazar means they pass in the real case. Lachalamaisa, 
Ashaska Pasik, Shekachnim, the Vagomer, B'nai Yeshiva, not this other case like that, but they took a vote in the Yeshiva and they passed it like Blessed Messiah, which says that if, even though he wrote her a big suba at the time of betrothal, if she, uh, if uh, there was, a, if he died or divorced her before they got married, she only gets the Manamasayim, she does not get the Tosus suba. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mr. Shem, 17 lines down on the page where, we're, where we are right now, the two dots. Have a good day.